Hey, everybody. How's it going today? Chris here with the Rock and a Hard Place podcast, as well as Broken FM. Joining me today, we've got Matt McDonald and Robbie Negrin. Robbie was kind of a, a late addition, jumped in here, but we're super stoked both you guys could join us. So hello, Matt. Hello. How's it going? Good. And hello, Robbie. Howdy. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for popping in and thanks for uh, experimenting with this new blab thing with me. Yeah. It looks cool. I'm into it. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, folks that are listening live or watching live, they can actually do a forward slash Q and ask a question, and then it'll post it on the side over here, and I can actually post it for you guys to be able to see. So as we right. get through things and they uh, they come up with some of those questions, we'll definitely be sure that we integrate uh, those into the interview as well. Um, Man, you guys got uh, Albatross coming up at 10 years. What in the world is that? 10 years? Yeah. Yeah, that's us, that's us getting old. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that is. What? Uh, yeah, it's crazy to think, man. A lot's happened in the last 10 years, and we're just we're happy to be still here, still making music. We never went anywhere. Never went away. So we're just lucky to be alive, I guess. You know, in this crazy industry as it is, it's hard to hard to stay afloat and we figured out a way to do that so we're happy to happy to still be here that's fantastic i mean you think about any band that is capable of lasting 10 years or longer and i don't think people realize what a feat that is to to stick around that long and have people still wanting to purchase your music and go see you at shows yeah i mean uh well it helps to it helps for for people to see us at shows it helps that we never tour so uh when we when we do they uh they show up which is great uh like hopefully they they continue to um but yeah it's 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 one of those things where uh we we're not full-time we're you know we have a custom type arrangement um and that's kind of what the way a lot of bands are doing it these days and um it used to be if you couldn't go full-time and you know your career was kind of tapering you just had to be done. You had to hang up your cleats and be over uh, with it. And uh, and it seems that nowadays we've been able to figure out a way to 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 still put out music. And that's ultimately what it's about. It's not about you know blowing up or having great success. It's just about creating songs that um, that we like and that people can relate to and um, and enjoy as well. And that's you know when it's simple like that, we can make it work. Yeah. Anything to add on that, Robbie? No, I mean, that's pretty much just on point. Like, it's it's a lot, it's kind of weird being the, like, the old guys now, you know? Like, it's like, whoa, you know? it's I I was on Facebook today, and I saw a reference how, like, people are, like, you know, I mean, I guess they were for a while, but, like, abbreviating band names. And some, there people are all in this discussion about this one band with some abbreviation. And I was like, what the heck are they talking about? Like, I don't know this, like, lingo that they're using. Like, what's going on here? And they're like, oh, this band just got announced on Warp Tour. And I was like, oh, I was like, it's a band. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah it's it fueled. <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, one of those things you try to keep up with to the best of your ability. But, you know, I mean, being our age and jumping on things like uh, Snapchat and that kind of stuff, you feel kind of fish out of water. I mean, it's what the quote unquote kids are using. But, um, <laughs> you know, you want to, and and since that's some of your audience, you want to be able to reach out to them, but you don't want to seem like a creep in the process. Yeah, like, you start to feel like um, uh, like your parents on Facebook, fish out of water, where yeah. 
everything you do and say is inappropriate. <laughs> it's inappropriate for the medium, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like, come on, mom. Yeah, that's what we feel like when we're on Snapchat. It's like, how do I make it do the thing again? <laughs> how do I get the face swap? That's how right. do I do the thing? I, I know. Uh, it's funny. It's I mean, it part of being in a band is fun just because of the simple fact that we are we need to or we should try to reach out to people and connect with them and, and with these new kind of apps and stuff that come up so it keeps us on our toes you know if i didn't have this band thing i probably wouldn't be on social media and i wouldn't be aware of kind of new technology and stuff like that so in that way it's been good to kind of keep us feeling young we're not old or anything but we've just been at it a long time well, and, and I mean, age is relative in the digital medium and social network and that kind of stuff. Um, there seems to be this shift of where people used to kind of watch what they would say to other people, like talking face to face. I'm going to choose my words a little more carefully than right. people do on social media. It, it becomes a big, uh, I can say whatever I want because I'm just kind of a faceless, you know, yeah, you see my name, but yeah, I, you know, I, and whatever the other aspect that, you know, the negative aspect of social media is that you can say something in a sarcastic tone, but the tone doesn't carry through in text. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. And that's, and that's part of the reason why I started a podcast (laughs) Uh, so that uh, people could get my general tone of voice and, and realize I wasn't saying, I mean, if I'm being sarcastic or, extreme or dramatic it's really to evoke a response or get to the heart of the matter faster yeah it's not necessarily just to be um you know malicious and and the thing is facebook it's almost like it almost rewards um the responses that are negative because Mm. like it will give like feed priority to something that's really controversial because a lot of people comment on it. Right. And so it doesn't reward, um, you know, reasonable discourse. And so, uh, yeah, that's part of the reason why I, I do like talking with my voice and having people hear me and listen to what I'm actually saying, because it's, um, I feel like it's definitely more true, uh, representation of who I am. I think that all of us, you know, it's it's best if we have that to be able to vocally speak because, again, inflection, tone, all of that stuff changes the dynamic of a conversation. And it just, I feel like we get further apart when everybody's typing stuff because you you type it in a hurry and then you send it, then you go back and you reread it and you think, oh, you know, that could really be taken in a bad way. And nine yeah. times out of ten, people are going to take it in the worst way possible, even though that's furthest from what you meant. Yeah. I'm in the middle of an iMessage debate right now with some friends and it's, it's good, but it's like, you know, it's a novel followed by a novel followed by a novel. And it's all like really interesting stuff, but we all agree that we could get to the heart of what each position is saying. If we just sat down and had a conversation (laughs) very fast, we could get to the bottom of it. You know, like human beings are social creatures. We're good at talking to each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're not so good at, you know, writing things, uh, you know, that, that, that evolved later in our history. So, uh, it's nice to be able to talk yeah. for sure. Well, so- I, have to deal, I have to deal with people nonstop in the non band related aspects aspect via email. Mm-hmm. And I just tell them, I just go, just call me like first email. I go, you're looking for this. Just call me because I do a lot of photography and stuff. One person, it took 27 emails of us going back and forth and 
her not really understanding. And then after that, I was like, I'm not going any further with this. You have to just call me. <laughs> Everything was sorted out in two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks of emails, two minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how it works, right? It's very, very easy to get frustrated with that kind of, uh, with that kind of thing. You know, Matt, we're we're talking about the band. We're talking about communication, and one way that you guys communicate is through your music. So you've got the the lyrical aspect, and of course, you've got the the musical aspect. The lyrics can convey both thought and emotion. The music can convey emotion, and I suppose to some degree, thought as well. What's it like for you to try and merge those two worlds together to create? the sound that the classic client, the classic crime has evolved into today. You're talking about music and lyrics, which are, that's, those are the two parts of any, any good song. I, I generally, um, I favor lyrics first because I'm very much into meaning. Um, and so when I sit down and write a song with my friends who, uh, aren't into lyrics, we're coming at it from two different angles mostly uh i want to know what the song's about and then i feel like the music kind of falls around that a little bit and supports that um but i'm a vocalist so i'm gonna always be more um biased towards how the how the the music supports the vocal as opposed to how um perhaps uh how cool the part is or whatever like (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, but also, I mean, there's, there's, there's numbers of different ways to write a song and I've had drum beats. I mean, for this, we're writing songs right now for a new record for the classic crime. And I would say 90% of them started with bass and drums. Okay. So I wasn't even thinking about, um, about content or anything. I was just thinking about a rhythm and once I get in the rhythm, then I can hear the rhythmic rhyming. And then words can come and I can formulate the meaning. But uh, yeah, there definitely is a play, you know, a back and forth with with the music and, and the lyrics. And I think the best songs um, really one informs the other really well. Yeah, good deal. Robbie, what's your thoughts on that same, you know, music versus lyrics or both of them together and how they how they work to communicate the thoughts you guys are trying to put forward? I th- I mean, I think... Um, music to lyrics kind of works in the same regard as like a score works to a movie, Mm -hmm. you know, it kind of, um, the music, even though I don't write lyrics, I think that the music always in, you know, a song that has vocals will come second. And it's point is, I think just to enhance the story being told. Good deal. I I think that's a great analogy. You know, I mean, when you when you go and watch a movie, it can be a really intense scene. But if you take the music away that helps drive that intensity, the scene can tend to fall flat. You know? Yeah, yeah. If I if I if I sent you my vocals acapella, you it would sound ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to try that someday. Hmm. It sounds ridiculous with music too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Matt, let's go back to the beginning of of Matt starting to write music. What uh, what what made you sit down and and write a song? What made you even think that you could sit down and 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 pen a song? You know, I I actually grew up thinking I was going to be a comic book artist, like a graphic artist, and um, I was always acknowledged by my peers as really good at drawing, and I, I um, 
you know, I spent hours a day filling up sketchbooks with my art until, and I was decent at, I could play acoustic guitar, you know, the two fingers on the classical and I could strum 